Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. This is Rick Lupert from the Poetry Superhighway Studios in Van Nuys, California. Multi-million dollar studios, by the way, in case you're wondering. Happy to have you with me. It's our monthly open reading sponsored by the Poetry Superhighway. We hope you call in. The number to call in is area code 646-716-7362. It's a great opportunity for you to share a poem with an audience of potentially billions. You don't know. You don't know how many people are tuning in. It could be that many. I don't know that there's that many people on the Internet. There might be. It's got to be close. I'm pretty sure we're getting a lot of that audience. Happy May, everyone. I hope uh, – well, last time I talked with you, we were in the middle of National Poetry Month. We uh, published a poetry writing prompt every day during National Poetry Month. And uh, if you uh, you might have seen those, you might have seen those on our website, you might have seen those on our Facebook page, and we invited you to not only uh, write a poem but to share those poems in the Facebook group as a response to uh, to those posts. And this year, more than any other year, we had a lot of interactivity, a lot of people responding to the writing prompts with with poems. If you go to the Facebook group, the Poetry Superhighway. Facebook group, you can you can scroll back and uh, and see some of the activity was there, or maybe uh, maybe you're just looking for some poem ideas. Well, if you go to our website poetrysuperhighway.com, click under the special projects menu, and you can see the poetry writing prompt today projects from all the years that we've done it. And uh, every year, of course, there are 30 days in April, and so every year that we've done it, we've published 30. Prompts. So if you're just looking for uh, an idea, you're, you want to write something, then, man, that's the place to go. Anytime, all, all the prompts are, are visible to you all, all year long in case you need an idea. Um, so our next project that we're working on is our summer poetry contest. Now, this hasn't started yet. This isn't a call for submissions or anything of that nature. But what it is is a uh, – well, one of the things we do, as you may know, if you've been a, uh, a Poetry Superhighway involvee uh, at all, you know that for most of our projects, we try to make it so everyone gets something just for participating. And that kind of grew out of our contest where uh, we we called for sponsors and got a lot of them. And so every single year that we've run our summer poetry contest, which will start in uh, mid-July – we have been able to give every single person who's entered the contest a prize just for entering, which is which is pretty cool. Uh, thanks to the generosity of our many sponsors, a whole group, a different group of sponsors every year. Some repeat repeat folks, of course, uh, people donating poetry books, uh, services of interest to poets and writers, um, other kinds of items, etc., uh, subscriptions to things. Um, if you'd like to sign up, go to our website, click on the banner right at the uh, top of the page, 
above the latest Poet of the Week announcement that says, Sponsor the 2016 Poetry Contest and uh, you. Um, all the info is there. The quick details are this. Basically, you can donate whatever you want, you get as little as one book, um, and you just have to agree to, to these things. One is that you um, will uh, – you, you have to understand that you will be – physically mailing your prizes to um, to the contest entrant or entrance that you're assigned to based on how many prizes that you donate, a.k.a. AKA that's not right. In other words, there you go, that's better. Uh, if you donate one book, then I'm go- at the end of the contest, I'm going to send you the name and address of one person who entered the contest, and you will mail that book to that one person. If you donate five books then I'm going to send you five addresses and names, and you will send one book to each of those five people. So you have to uh, uh, know that you're going to do that. Um, you have to make sure, you have to agree to do it within two weeks of being notified, which means that uh, you'll uh, the contest runs through through mid-October roughly. So uh, you'll you'll be getting the the info uh, soon on. Um, uh, uh, right, actually, the day the contest ends, you'll get an email, and you have to promise to send out the the prizes within two weeks of having done that. You have to promise to notify me that you sent the prizes out. Um, uh, I'm I'm actually pretty annoying when it comes to following up on these things. So if the deadline is passed for you to send the prizes out, I start sending emails out that say things like, "Hey, <laughs> didn't hear from you that you sent the prizes out." They start out that friendly. And get progressively more uh, uh, not friendly until finally you you say, okay, okay, I've sent the prizes out. Um, We just want to make sure everyone's taken care of. And finally, the only other thing to know if you do sign up is that the contest is open to everyone in the world, which means that you might end up sending a book or your prize to uh, someone who lives in a country that you don't live in, which, of course – would mean that it costs more postage to send. So, and all of that is right there on on the uh, details page. You have to actually click off little boxes that say that you understand those things, so that nothing is a surprise. And the end result, though, is not that there's all these rules that we followed, but that we've created a contest where everyone gets something for uh, just having participated, and um, it's a cool thing. What do you get in exchange for sponsoring the contest? I'm so glad you asked. You get a listing as a sponsor of the contest. So at the top of our our website, uh, the contest page lists the sponsors. You will be listed there. Um, When we send out our contest announcement, you're listed at the top with a group of sponsors. You also get a free classified ad. If you get our our newsletter uh, every week, our email newsletter, you probably know that uh, there's a classified ad section in it. And all of these ads are specifically of interest to poets and writers. Um, and you get to place a classified ad um, in that um, uh, in that in uh, in in our newsletter that will run for the duration of the contest, which is roughly three months or so. So that's pretty cool. I mean, the ads are kind of cheap as it is. It's like five bucks a week, but you know, add that up over the course of. But we, and actually, if you if you run for four weeks, you you get a fifth week free. And and so like if you just do three months, think about that. That's that's about sixty bucks, so you get sixty bucks uh, or, or worth of advertising. It's probably worth a lot more. We haven't raised the price since we started this about nineteen years ago. Um, so, uh, so there you go. Um, 
Anyway, um, it's a cool thing, and uh, and of course you're also actually eligible to enter the contest because the contest is uh, is judged blindly by by three folks who will have no idea who it is whose poems they're reading. We remove your names before we send them off to the judges. So that is um, that's how it works. Uh, so you still, if you are a sponsor. Uh, you you still get to enter the contest as well. By the way, um, th- th- just 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 so we're clear here, um, this is a contest that actually has winners as well. It's it's uh, it's really cool that we're able to give a prize to everyone who enters. But we actually have winners. The the poems are scored. Uh, poems rise to the top, and three people win. And they divide up all of the entry fees taken in, and they get other benefits as well. They get published on our website. So. Um, it's not like a thing where you just enter poems and then you you get a prize and no one wins. Everybody wins. No, no, sorry. Three people win. But everyone gets a prize for entering. Thanks to the generosity of our sponsors, and we would love for you to be one of them. So do that. Well, all right. We're going to get to our open reading now, ladies and gentlemen. Our uh, Oh, by the way, I, I guess I forgot to mention this. If you would like to sponsor, you need to do that on our website. Go to PoetrySuperHighway.com and click on the banner at the top, and all the info is there. All right. Well, before we get to our open reading, uh, um, uh, we have a, a special guest coming on from uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania, the author of um, the new book, Interlude to Sentimental Me. Um, I'd like to welcome Michael Judkins. Hi, Michael. Hi, Rick. Thank you for having me on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, thanks. Uh, I'm glad you could glad you could make it in and excited to be able to open the show with you for a few minutes to talk about about your uh, about your new book before we get to our open readers. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, thank thank you so much and thank you for allowing me to, you know, to come on to your show and spread the message. It's a really good thing. Thank you. No problem. So this is your uh this is your second book, is that right? Yes, this is actually the interlude to sentiment to me um is the second collection of the sentiment to me series. I did a chat book April of 2016, um, which is still on the market, and that was the introduction um, to Sentiment to Me. And it, that particular chapbook or piece of work was actually combined with a photography. I worked with a nature photographer on it. So it was about 17 poems and it, and with um, 17 pictures of nature photography. So it was combined with graphic as well as with the written word, and it was just mainly like the introduction of me writing professionally and putting it out to market. And it's a it's a collection just about grief. It is a collection about love. It's a it's a collection about standing up for yourself and, and moving forward in life. And I'm really proud of that. One that actually started the introduction was a great platform for me to get it out professionally because it opened up different doors for that, which actually led to me getting a publishing deal for this next collection of interludes that's really cool I love the I love the fact that you worked with another artist in another medium the photographer um, I, I think uh, you know art kind of talks to art as it were right. and the whole idea of ekphrastic poetry um, in, in a sense if, if, if they were matching the photographs to your poems, they, in a way, it was ekphrastic photography. It was, uh, it was, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's. I just think it's so cool when when artists collaborate, and um, and it just kind of elevates elevates both. Yeah, I agree with you, um, hundred percent. I had a great time creating that collection uh, with Russ Bruno, the photographer, and J 
just getting in his world and how he visualized his his art and how I visualized my art and combined it. It was it was a wonderful, wonderful movement. I'm actually looking forward to doing a couple of more collections like that in the future with with photographers again like that. So it was a great experience. It was a great experience. Cool. Well, let's get to the new book. Um, uh, yes. Can you can you read a poem from it? Yes, I am going to read um, one of the poems in the book, and I'll, I'll talk about the collection after I read the poem. Um, this is the name of the title of this poem is actually called "I Stand," and it's. I'll give you commentary afterwards, but whenever you're ready, go for it. All right, but I stand. I stand as tall as the willow tree, slender, arch, and overbearing, dispersing levels of serotonin into the streams of your earthly heavens. This five-foot-six man feels six-foot-seven of thaw, gravitating toward greatness, too powerful to stand defenseless, creeping past the expectations of a wooden frame deemed to fall from, fall from fire and brimstones. Leave this willow tree as this patriarch of coverage can reach far past the solar eclipse, nurturing the leaves to bring healing to the disease of the soiled ground. I stand as tall as the willow tree, slender, arched, and overbearing, too powerful to ignore the machine's engine, plowing the earth, reducing my world to mere dust. The man takes aim as he gloats as a rapscallion, proud of the destruction of the secret garden, my home. I stand brave and strong. I stand as tall as the willow tree, slender, arch, and overbearing. Thank you. Thank you. Great piece. Um, uh, I'm 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 picturing you very tall right now. <laughs> you know, yeah, and that and that was the message with this with this piece. You know, I the way that I worded this piece and, and the creative process with it for I Stand was just that I wanted people to feel as tall as they should be and um, and how I used the outlook of the the willow tree slended arch and overbearing because that's to me that's what it, the tree always shows a, a great body of strength you know from the leaves falling over the ground to the, to the heart of the tree it just leaves a power of strength so that's what the motivation to create the piece and just really have people you could be. And I actually use my real height, so I'm five foot six. So, <laughs> so in the poem I wrote, five foot six. This man feels five foot six and six foot seven of tall. Like that strength, like you can be as small and you can feel powerful and just you believe in yourself. So it's a very motivational, inspirational piece. Yeah, I, I, I suspected that was uh, that was your real height in uh, there, and it's uh, I mean it's a great piece about uh, you know just just uh, being confident, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. The way that you you phrase you know you you juxtapose your own uh, real stature up against um, what would assume is a very tall uh, natural thing. So that's that's very cool. Right. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you. No problem. Well, um, I want to ask you a couple other questions before I get to our our open reading. We got uh, we got people lined up to uh, to call in and share their poetry. Um, uh, sure. One is sure. is um, is uh, how um, how can people get 
your book um, if they're interested? What's the best place for them to do that? Well, I'm um, this collection I'm with AOS 21 Publishing, um, and they actually have the pre-order right now. The pre-order went on sale on April 26th in the ebook format, and it's going to be released May 31st. Uh, official release is May 31st of 2016, and you can actually log on or sign, go to the website um, www.aos21publishing.com and you will look under creatives and find Michael B. Judkins or they have a banner on top of the website, web page or the link that says pre, pre-order the prelude, the interlude to Sentimental Me. You can also follow me on Facebook or Michael Judkins on Facebook as well as SoundCloud. Um, I actually just released a uh, a lyric video to one of the poems I have called A Young Girl Cries. So I have a YouTube channel at Oct14 Publishing. Um, you can check that out and follow me on Twitter at MJudkins2. And I'll be doing some more lyric videos as well. It's coming up in the next couple of months. I'm about to go into a blog um, book tour. I'm, I'm about to set up soon, probably for in July. So. Very cool. It's uh, it's um, it's a it's a big deal to get out there with your book, and um, and it can, it feels awesome, uh, and it can feel lonely too. But it's a, it's a huge thing to to do. So I hope the best of luck with that, um, and and the book book coming out. All right, one other question um, before I let sure. you go. I, I um I you're from Allentown, Pennsylvania. I am. Um, I, I go to Allentown, Pennsylvania three times a year because that's where my wife's family lives, and so we go there for various holidays. Um, tell me about poetry in Allentown. Is there anything you know one can show up to there if they're in town? Yeah, so um, there's a lot of great places that they have um, in Allentown as far as I know spots. You have coffee with um, coffee without limits, I think it is, and then you have also Hop Java. There's some local events and there's some places in the East End that have cafes out there that do poetry events. Um, actually, if I want to, I, I can't know if I can promote it, but I do co-host um, every second Friday uh, with Mark Free at Cafe the Lodge at Bethlehem, Bethlehem in downtown Bethlehem on 4th Street. And we do that every second Friday. It's a poetry meeting, poetry reading, spoken word night, and I co-host that. Um so yeah, it's 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 a thriving community. The arts, as you well know, you know Lehigh Valley is a, is a growing metropolis of artists out there. There's a lot of creativity in this place. Um, it, it's a lot of great place to come out and listen to other people work, and everybody's supportive. That's one of the things I love about this com- this artist community out here. You know, whether you're an amateur poet or not a performance poet, you're comfortable with every reading place that you go to, you're always so welcome as a poet, as a writer, and growing into your craft. So it's a wonderful experience. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, honestly, I um, I've, I haven't necessarily uh, been aware that there's a thriving artist community there because when you're traveling with with family, you're not you're not exactly a tourist. You know, it was uh, right. I, I right. think it was about ten years before I made it into downtown. Uh, Allentown, and I just discovered the art the art <laughs> museum there uh, last summer, and, and had a great time wandering around there and stuff. So um, it's good to good to know that all that's going on there, and I'm definitely going to check it out next time I'm around. Yeah, definitely. And you can always message me, and when you're in town, I could just send you to some local spots that you know you could just go to and see things out. 
I will do that. Well, Michael, uh, best of luck with the book. Um, and uh, again, if anyone wants to wants to check it out or pre-order it, you can go to um, aois21.com um, and all the infos there. And I hope it's a huge success. Well, thank you, Rick. Thank you so much for having me on the, the Poetry Superhighway Live. And I look forward to reading again. All right, cool. Um, take it all easy, right, Michael. Bye. All right, buddy. Oh. That was uh, Michael Judkins from Allentown, Pennsylvania, um, telling us all about it and reading from his new book, uh, Interlude to Sentimental Me, coming up on AOIS21 Publishing. Um, Check it out on the website, AOIS21.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your turn. Uh, getting to our open reading, we got a bunch of people um, on the line, and we're going uh, get to get to everyone, I hope. But uh, do call in. The number is 646-716-7362. We have uh, no content or style restrictions. Um, uh, you can you can be nude when you're reading. It's fine. There's no there's no uh, prohibitions about any of this. So uh, call in, folks. Our first caller um, is from the uh, 205 area code. Hi, 205. <laughs> Coffee is not a drink for pussies. Fuck you, yeah. lying bastard. <laughs> That's me, Rick. This is Dave Nevis. I'm I, up in the it, Jersey Shore right now. I'm up at the Jersey Shore, but uh, I'm going back to Bama soon. Okay. I think with your opening... I think with your opening remarks, you you um, you just cut our listenership in half. Thank you. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm known to do that. I'm known to clear a room real quick. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that, especially after eating brussels. I can eat some brussels and I can clear a room real quick with my restaurant quality odor. Anyway. Um, I have a piece here. It's uh, a, a brand new one. It's on my uh, uh, YouTube channel. It's called Entitlements. And I'm just going to go right into it. Here it goes. What are you? A commie pinto? Do you think you're in Havana drinking fluoride water with the brothers Castro and smoking all them robot cubans? I don't care how much chop suey you eat with the chairman. You're in America now, land of the free, and you'll do as we say. We don't care if your birthday is February 29th. You're entitled to only one birthday every four years as per the U.S. Constipation. I'm a real Darwinian, Arabian, T-Berry patriotic American. And I swear by Orion Jesus, Joe McCarthy, and Sister Fanny Faye Baker that you will never cast aspersions and not asparagus by freeloading on a real American's real birthday. Well, I hate wishy-washy canyon members worse than I hate vaginas smelling like rotten codfish. So you can't have this birthday entitlement unless you make a tax-deductible donation to the Fourth Reich Yoga Institute of Invertebrate, Sputum Complexions, Perverted Sextagenarian Ipsodufuses. We accept Visa, MasterCard, 
American Express, and Discover Card. Call the toll-free number on your screen now. In poem. Wow, David, I I actually <laughs> left the room during that one. I mean that's uh, that's 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 the effect you had on me. I'm excited to hear that you're back in um, New Jersey because I know you moved down to Alabama, but um, for me, um, the world just isn't right unless you are uh, physic. You, David Nevis, are physically in. Um, well, I was born and raised in the Iron Brown section. Of North New Jersey. I'm a Portuguese boy. I'm a Portuguese boy. And we're, we're noted. Ironbound section is where we settled. My grandparents came here when, uh, in 1924. And my dad ran a, 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 a restaurant. He was a bartender. He ran a restaurant uh, in, uh, uh, called the Iberia. And it's really well known down in the Ironbound section. If he could have hung on to it, if only he could have hung on to it, I'd be the chef there today if he could have sent me to cooking school. But that's the way it is. You can't look back, and, and that's the way it is now. So I'm going to be heading on to Texas to visit, uh, 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 Houston specifically, to visit with uh, Nat Quangvo, my protege down there. Uh, he's the, he's the uh, editor of the uh, magazine down there, the, the literary poetry ma- and literature magazine in uh, St. Thomas. So I'm going to be heading down there and visiting with him. And then afterwards, I don't know, you'll probably find me Austra- in Australia next. That's probably where I'll be. Wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. I'll be going to the Gold Coast because i got a fiancé over there. Do you, do you have other fiancés in other places? Oh, like Ricky, Ricky Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the words of Bill Clinton, I don't have that many dicks. <laughs> can, you there you go. Him, can you imagine him talking to Donald Trump and saying, I'm so happy, I'm so happy you're running for president. I'm happier than a dog with two dicks. <laughs> can you imagine that? Oh, right. that was good. Anyway, uh, what else am I saying? Um, well, David, um, do- I just want to say thanks for calling in. Uh, there's a little bit of static on the line, so I'm going to get to my next caller. But uh, good to hear your voice as always, and uh, safe travels to you, my friend. All right. Thank you very much, Rick. I'll talk to you next month. All right. Bye. That was David Nevis calling from, as I understand it, the Jersey Shore New Jersey. He wasn't too specific about where on the Jersey Shore, or if he, if he's taking up the entire Jersey Shore. I, it's it was unclear. Uh, he normally is in Alabama, um, though actually that doesn't feel normal to me because he called in for many years uh, from Newark, New Jersey. So, it just the world just feels right when David Nevis is is back in, uh, in uh, in New Jersey. Uh, you might need a, another place to land your boat though while he's. Uh, Taken up the shore there. All right, um, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. It's an open reading. Please call in and share your poem. The number is six four six seven one six seven three six two. Would love to hear 
um, a poem that you want to share. Maybe it's a new poem. Maybe it's an old poem. Maybe it's something from a new book. And uh, you're welcome to tell us uh, as well about how to get your book. You can tell us about your website. You can tell us about a reading series that you run, a contest that you have going, anything in the world of poetry. Happy to happy to hear about it. Um, our next caller is from the 705 area code. Hi. Hi, Rick. How are you doing? I'm good. This is uh, this is Alex from Canada. Yes, sir. I'm not as flamboyant as your most previous caller. <laughs> That's not a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have one that I wrote just yesterday, Rick, because uh, a family member had a major surgery the other day, and it was touch-and-go kind of thing, not knowing if it was malignant or benign or whatever, and this is just something to give them the positive energy to continue and survive. It's called, As Tomorrow's Come. I want you to be well, to see yourself glowing, to be living the life so deserved to be leading. We all have setbacks, but you have a knack of turning negatives into positives. Let this one follow suit. You have, heard, you have had a hard go of it. Your spirit knows no end, just how to persevere through any and all of these thick and thins. You take what is given, making the most out of this situation. There is no denying what you currently face is an uphill battle, which won't get the better of you. For the woman who I know has strength and character, so look this in the eye with a fierce determination. As you keep this in perspective, in line with the belief, so manifest your destiny. This will is an inspiration, the rock you hold on to, that spine which stiffens to be your sparkling shield. As its shine you envelops, you absorb the essence, intertwines with your aura to enhance the convalescence. As tomorrows come, each does with an increasing vitality so infuses you with reflections and poems. So many people end their poems with the words end poem. It's uh it's it's like a mantra in poetry writing these days. Um uh Alex, thank you very much for sharing that. Sorry to hear that uh that uh that someone is uh in need of healing uh, and I hope that uh, your poem helps. Absolutely, and with all the other people that were sending light and energy and love to this person, I'm sure that the uh, end result will be uh, uh, a strong convalescence. So. Yeah, I hope so. Um, anything going on in the, in Sault Ste. Marie that you want to tell us about po- poetically or, or with you personally? Um, just continuing uh, looking for more publishers in that, Rick, for, for my children's book and for uh, my poetry book. I'm hopefully going to get going this year. Family has been really busy with different things and stuff, but uh, you have to make time to smell the roses, and the roses are definitely coming out with spring in the air right now. So you have to make do and uh, make it happen. Cool. Well, uh, I hope uh, so. Do continue to make it happen, and um, and thank you for calling in as always. Thanks, Rick, and you have a great day. You too. 
That was uh, Alex calling from Sault Ste. Marie in, uh, in, uh, in Ontario, Canada, a regular here on Poetry Superhighway Live. Always happy to have regulars as well as new people. Uh, so depend- assuming that you're in one of those two groups, uh, please call in. The number is 646-716-7362. Um, I would like to uh, play a, a, a spoken word track. Uh, some of you are aware that I released a spoken word album called Rick Lupert Live and Dead uh, a couple of months ago. Um, and every every month during the half hour mark, I like to play a spoken word track. I, I prefer to play it uh, from someone else, but I didn't get anything in this month uh, from, from anyone else. So I'm going to play one of my own. That's, uh, that's I guess... Uh, I don't know what that is. I'm just going to do it. Here you go. This is from my new spoken word album, Rick Lupert, Live and Dead. This is the track, Thank You. In these days of gratitude, in this season revolving around the big meal, the one where family members gather around the table for so much food, our belt buckles literally quit their jobs. The one where we remember to open our checkbooks for the ones who can't even afford belt buckles. I want to say thank you. Thank you, morning cup of coffee, for making me feel alive. Thank you, breakfast pastry, for obvious reasons. Thank you to the people who make the breakfast pastries at morning times I didn't even know existed. Thank you to the heat when it's cold. Thank you to the cool air when it's Los Angeles. Thank you, Tofu, for molding into any shape I want so I can pretend I'm having a Thanksgiving just like everybody else. Thank you, Cat, all three of you. Cat, 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 and the one in the ground in the backyard whose purr I can still feel on my stomach every morning. Thank you for your unconditional companionship, especially during those long stretches of time when I feared I'd never find a human to love me the way you do. Thank you to the humans who love me. Thank you to my son for being so cute it makes me forget about all the crap he does. Thank you to my wife who made the word cute explode. When the word cute saw my wife, it was no longer confident it could live up to its own standards. I thank you for that every time I open my eyes. Thank you, Jewish, for giving me something to do on Sunday mornings and Friday nights when I'm feeling righteous. Thank you, Jewish, for giving me a reason to tune my guitar, for giving me a space to stand before the children of the San Fernando Valley and tell them the words the people who came before us said. Thank you for giving me the space to share the music with them, the notes and rhythms organized by the people I love the ones with the oldest souls and the coolest hair. Thank you for the gift of them. Thank you, hair, for not fully leaving my head yet. We've still got some stuff to do together. Thank you, body. Thank you, air. Thank you, with a capital Y, 
you know who I'm talking about. Thank you, furniture, especially chairs. Sometimes I just need something to sit on. Thank you, love. Thank you, tears. I can't have one without the other, and I know I need both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. There you go. That was a poem of thanks from my uh, spoken word album, Rick Lupert Live and Dead. It's 25 tracks of poetry. Uh, About half of those are studio tracks similar to that mixed with music. Um, Some funny stuff in there. A couple of guest appearances. uh, Actor Michael Constantine, who you might know from my big fat Greek wedding. He played uh, the the, uh, the father of the bride uh, in that film uh, and in the sequel. Um, he's on there. Um, other folks are on there as well. Um, it was a really cool and fun thing to put together. The other half are live tracks recorded at uh, open mics all over the place. Um, and you can listen, if you go to my website, poetrysuperhighway.com, you can listen to clips of all of the tracks there. Uh, so please do. And uh, and if you're feeling so inclined, pick up a copy. Um, course you have to buy it to be able to pick it up because i have to send it to you so then it could be theoretically put down so you could physically pick it up or you could just buy a digital copy which you technically don't even have to pick up it just kind of electronically shows up and goes inside your ears so whatever works for you um it sure means a lot to an individual or to an independent artist such as myself when when someone uh picks up a copy of something that i have put out so so if you're if you're feeling like you want to support the arts um Check it out. All right. Back to our open reading. Oh, one more thing on that. Um, We, as I mentioned, try to play a spoken word track every month during the half hour mark of our show. So if you've got a spoken word track, send it to me in email at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. Looking for an MP3 um, of you and your poem. Not to, not just a straight read. If you're going to do a straight read, you can just call in and do it. But something that that would uh, uh, be able to classify it as a spoken word track. Maybe it's mixed with music and sound effects. Maybe it's a live recording and the audience's reactions are part of what's going on there. Um, send that to me and we'll consider playing it here on Poetry Super Highway Live next month at the half hour mark. All right, back to our open reading. The number to call in uh, everyone is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is uh, Roaming187. Hey. Hi, Roaming187. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Is that your uh, given name? Uh, Rome. Rome. Cool. Where are you calling from? Calling from Connecticut. Cool. Uh, got a poem for us? Yeah, I have an old piece i like to share. It's called I Gave You Life. Go for it. Gin and juice, rocket tides inside my mind system. Thought deprived, searching for real wisdom, concealed vicious. Utensils of death upon my side, Dickens. Walking the line where brothers collide over their indifference. Draining my eyes, vision. Split between two livings, realities, dream addiction. Got me fending to keep committed. Ending a streak of winning and falling to loss with an achiever's spirit. Cage in my mortal sinning. Trying to cool the flame in my mortal living. Two-tone to witness a change. Two-tone pictures to frame. In my third dimension's view look uncompleted to hang. And that's a pain that runs deeper than the features I fame. Make it hard to find a drink when all I see is the rain. Silver spoons to feed me the pain on a golden plate. Irony mocks my modesty. I'm left trying to hold my fate. Closed casket to an open wake. 
trying to hold the place in their heart during their part. They shed tears to an own face. I tell myself it's as real as it gets and obvious lies. It's hard to deny my heart's on the right side of my chest. Silence to rest, let me escape in my mind. Hold me accountable, even for the times I can encounter you. Analyze too far in the forecast to what I like to be on. Sightless, I worn whites right in the storm and got stained in an honest mistake. Situations where the honesty breaks and so a part of me dying relates. Situate myself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Get it, get gone high, slip up and tell the wrong lie. Tangled in a web of regret, wrongs I could never accept. Except I gave my two cents and never changed in a sense. Just something on my brain I should vent. Chain reactions to the actions from these chain of events. Remain intentions stay hidden like a game of the chess. Explain attempts to stay with it and remain with the stress. Never really made any sense, but I gave more than I needed. Guess I needed more of a reason to stay sure that the ship wasn't leaving the dock. While I was under siege waiting for the bleeding to stop. Visions of another me never thought of seeing me shot. Mere portals of mere mortals fighting for life. Made the left down the wrong street and found myself right in the fight. Crisis ignites in a split second. Flick of a bick upon a cancer stick. Murders a man you see every day. Double meaning what he answered with. Rumbles are eating to fill the streets they like to candle wick. Pictures of lost souls hidden behind the clicks of pictures of liquor you drink because your man is missed. Deep as damages, unseen by witnesses, on stand giving descriptions. On hand, killers to witness and kill that man that didn't mind his business. Time that limits my time of living. An instant I die in minutes of the rhyme I scripted. Give me my shine and let me despise my finish. Try to understand why I could find no understanding with a mind of difference. Only because they never find the time to listen. Till I die and I'm shrine a vision. All of them are dire misters. Perils of a pearl need an oxygen. Clan this side of the world, not giving props to him. Every time he's dropping gems, I gave you life. And that's that piece. Nice job, bro. Good rhythm to your uh, your read there. Um, um, you gotta. How can people find more of your work if they're interested? Uh, I just do it for self, so I don't really have nothing out. That's cool. Where where you live in in Connecticut? Do you go to poetry readings? That you you got a spot you go to? You can you can shout out to. Uh, no, call in here. That's it. You just like poetry exists right where you are right now. Exactly. It's the way of life. All right. Well, cool, man. Um, well, thanks for uh, for sharing that with us here, and I hope you call in and share another one. Definitely. Yeah. I'll be on the line. All right. Cool. Thanks, Rome. Good to hear thanks, your piece. That, that was uh, Rome calling from the state of Connecticut. Uh no, nothing to promote. No website. No book. No, uh, no reading. Just, uh, just sitting there, um, existing as an artist, sharing poetry um, on Blog Talk Radio here on Poetry Super Highway Live. That's cool. All right. Well, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Our next, uh, well, number for you to call in is six four six seven one six seven three six two. Our next uh, caller is um, blocked number. Hello. Hello, Rick. Michael, how you doing? Hey, Michael, how are you? I'm fine. I enjoyed your thank you point. Thank you. Thank you, uh, man, for not leaving my head. <laughs> I really like that. And I'm um, thankful to be a contributor to the 18th annual issue of the Holocaust Remembrance issue. Oh, I'm I'm glad you sent something in. Yeah, I guess I forgot to mention that that happened since we last uh, had Poetry Superhighway Live. We published our, uh, well, as you said, the 18th annual Yom HaShoah Holocaust Remembrance Day issue. Um, there are, gosh, how many? 48 poets, something like that, uh, that we yeah, published upon from. 48. 
I think it's an admirable um, um, project that you take on every year. It's the 18th year. Um, it's been a busy last four to six weeks. So much has happened. Poetry-wise, National Poetry Month, uh, Haiku Day, da 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 So uh, what I like to read is um, a triptych, which pulls from my journal uh, the last about 40, 60 days. And uh, each one of the three is a micro-poem, haiku micro-poem, that um, is actually from a larger poem. But I realized today that I could cover all that ground in three little, that's why I call it a triptych. Uh, the first, you know, Shakespeare, uh, back in April, the 400th anniversary. And the Birmingham Public Library did a reading uh, of one of his plays. You know, we met and I selected a reading. We took parts. And by the 14th line, which is ironic because Sonnet's 14, but by the 14th line, I was reading the part of The Messenger, uh, I found a haiku in there. Uh, that happens in a larger work, find a haiku moment. So I call it uh, Basho and the Bard. In the figure of a lamb, the feet of a lion, the feet of a lion in the figure of a lamb. Uh, then secondly, uh, in my hometown, Birmingham, Alabama, my alumni college, Birmingham Southern College, and my father's alumni, they wrote a grant to have a big read, to the NEA big read, and they selected Emily Dickinson. So there were a lot of, a lot of uh, related events to that that I went to many of them. I called it a buffet of literary events, and it gave me a chance to rekindle with Emily Dickinson and my alumni college, et cetera. Uh, so um, Emily Dickinson, a domesticated literary lion, a domestic, a domesticated literary lion, Emily Dickinson. And the third, Mother's Day, I call, I've written a lot of work this coming Wednesday, the 18th, well, my mother would have been 87. And um, I've written a lot of work since then, the last three years, and I had to give it a collective title to be Ruth's Sun song. You may have heard of the song by David, by David Matthews' band, uh, Where Are You Going? Um, I, uh, I, personally, I don't know if I have or not. I'm not a, a big uh, Dave Matthews aficionado, but I believe you well, that it exists. Well, I'm not either, but, that's, uh, but any artist, if they have a song that like, what I might say I connect with, and then, you know, I don't necessarily like everything they do, all their work, uh, I'm like, but this song is by him, and I can't help but think if he's referencing Ruth. 116, where you go, I will go. But um, Ruth's son's song, oh, and I need to bring it to the attention, Dave. You ever notice that the word song, the first three letters are S-O-N. So in the word song here, I have the S-O-N italicized. Um, <clears throat> Ruth's son song. I am her strong torch song. I am her strong torch song. Okay, well, Rick, um, good speaking with you. Michael, thank you for sharing uh, the triptych. Is there anything uh, going on in Birmingham, uh, poetry-wise, that you want to uh, let us know about before we let you go? Uh, the Birmingham um, 
Uh, usually most first Fridays of the month is the Birmingham Public Library is an ongoing event for many years now called the uh, Bards and Brews. And it's sometimes it's a slam. Uh, most of the time it's an open mic. And it's usually at the Central Library, but sometimes it's at a branch. And um, there's a Birmingham Poetry Arts Journal. That also happened at the end. They released their spring issue at the end of it was last Thursday and April, and I made my first appearance there. Uh, I'm on the very last page. Yes, a couple of my red ribbon, red ribbon haikus that I won in the last in 2015 and 16 is a haiku competition sponsored by the Birmingham Public Library and the haiku. Uh, as I understand, it's judged by the judged by the haiku society. But uh, I put those together into a diptych, and they appear on the at the ver uh, at the end of the journal. My first appearance in the Birmingham Arts Journal. It's available online. Uh, that's about all I can think of at this time. I I, I enjoyed hearing your track. Cool. Well, uh, thank you so much for saying that. Thanks, as always, for uh, sharing your work and for letting us know what's going on in your local community as well. Um, uh, so I uh, thanks for calling in, Michael. I guess I'll talk to you next time. Y'all in the near future. Have a good month. All right, you too. Bye. That was uh, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, regular here on Poetry Superhighway Live. We've got about 10 minutes left in the show. I'm sure we can uh, uh, get some more callers in. Um, uh, so do call in the number 646-716-7362. See if we can get you on the air before uh, before the show ends today. Our next caller is from the 951 area code. Hi. Hi, this is Steve Brass from Palm Springs, California. Rick, thanks for having me on. Hey, Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Are, are, it's, it's, are you? It's uh, it quite lovely here. Are you um, getting ready to rent out part of your space for the people heading out for uh, the the desert trip uh, 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 concerts that'll be happening? In October? Oh, the uh, yeah. There's like stagecoach. Oh, the the um, what are they calling that one? Old Cella. <laughs> right, right. Old Cella. They're calling that old, old, old that, That's a great idea. I got to tell my wife. I'm a moneymaker. I like it. You know, just put up a sign. Parking six hundred dollars. I'm sure that uh, exactly. based on based on ticket prices to that, that uh, you will you will make a pretty penny. No, I should I should do well. I, in fact, I'll just have a bidding war on the front stoop. <laughs> she should. You should do that now, actually. You should start that. As soon as you're done here, I would go out there and begin a bidding war with all people driving by your property. Don't tell them what it's for yet. Just just, just take bids, just and start. we'll see what – right. Just get it rolling. Um, do you have a poem a, for a us? Poem. Yeah, yeah, I have a poem I'd like to share. It, it goes to a trip I took to India about 14 months ago. It, it was a profound uh, trip. I think you'll find this a very profound poem. The title of it is Holy Shit. <laughs> Holy Shit. India bound, how can this be in the fabled land of dysentery? On a near week's solid, dal makani, tall, tan stacks of crisp chapati, those heaving plates of sog paneer all sloshed down with 
bowls of kir. Where has it gone? When will I go? Longing for movement, a go-go, allegro. Prepared so well for the ceaseless flow with a modium of plenty and the pink pepto. Never expected to be so damned. No, this has gone not at all as planned. I bum one colace to no avail, so I take yet another the scale. As we walk the streets of the city of Rajir, there comes a grumbling pain, then fear. So begins the quest to find a stall in time. Then buy my way in for an Indian dime, rush to the cell, pull the demi-door shut, alone in the dark with my calamitous gut. This squatter takes aim on the whole of the lair to be done, done at last with this abdominal affair. Wow. That was uh, that's cool. Um, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things passed in India. I understand. <laughs> um, it was a, it was a moving experience. Um, I, uh, I, I uh, but yes, yeah, a lot learned. What? How long were you there? I was uh, in India for uh, uh, just shy of three weeks. I was there on a Buddhist pilgrimage. It was a profound experience. It's informed the poetry I've written. Since uh, the, the bulk of what I'm writing draws from that experience, um, and uh, I, I'm very thankful for the time I got to spend there. It was uh, profoundly moving, profoundly moving experience for me. Not at all, Rick, what I'd anticipated, um, and dis- disillusioning, if you will, in the best way. So, um, love India, and thankful for the for the time I had there. So cool. Um, it's uh, it, it sounds like it was a you know a, a, a great experience for you. I think anytime you get to remove yourself from your your normal element, uh, um, only good things can only good things creatively can happen from that because your your senses are just kind of wide wide open to everything that's that's happening because it's all it's all new and different. Uh, so glad you had that yes. experience. Um, yes. it, Palm Springs. Is there? A, do you participate in poetry uh, things in in your area? Yeah, you know, unfortunately, there's not much here that's happening in the way of poetry. Uh, I've done done some looking about. That said, uh, for me, the boundaries between poetry and jazz are are, are very thin, very porous. Uh, jazz, as I see it practiced amongst the leading musicians in Palm Springs, is is an unfolding poem happening sonically, uh, dynamic and lovely. And uh, I'll do a plug for Woody's Burgers. Uh, They have what's called an experimental Wednesdays, extraordinary talent, mixing it up and seeing what will unfold. So there. (laughs) Well, maybe it sounds like it's time for you to, to start a poetry reading series. There we go. Maybe. Maybe. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome for giving you a job to do. Um, yeah, yeah, I yeah, went yeah. to a I went to a reading um, there a number of years ago, run by a, a woman. Um, it was a monthly series that happened at at a Barnes and Noble, 
Um, and the woman um, uh, uh, did it for years, and she passed away. Um, and it was uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, Pat Patricia D'Alessandro was her name. Um, invited me out there to do a, a reading, and it was uh, it was just a great experience to you know to be invited somewhere. I mean, Palm Springs sure. is is uh, you know it's just a couple hour drive, but it's you know it's still you feel like you're traveling and and everything. So there's a, you know it's a it's if there's if there's a dearth of places to read poetry, then then you should uh, you should start something up and uh, and uh, and and create a space where people can come. And read their work. And if you're, if you're, if you're, if there are lines, uh, a lack of lines between that and jazz, maybe you do something that involves musicians too. That would be fun. That would be fun. And charge six hundred dollars to park. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yes. Well, I I don't know about the volume, but if we can just get two or three, that would work fine. Sure. Yeah, a month. You know, that's really all you need, and your rent is covered. Um, right. Exactly. Well, Steve, thank you so much for calling in. Great to hear your voice. I know we we've uh, chatted online a little bit, so it's it's cool to to meet you in this way. And um, and please call in again. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much, Rick. No problem. That was uh, Steve Braff calling from Palm Springs, California. Um, and that's going to do it for Poetry Superhighway Live, ladies and gentlemen. Our next show is going to be on Sunday, June twelfth at two o'clock p.m. Pacific time. You do the math if you're not in Pacific time. Set an alarm. I can't I can't be responsible for what time it is in other parts of the world. But that's our next uh, event. Sunday, June 12th, it'll be an, another open reading like this. I want you to call in. I want you to read poetry um, and tell us about what's going on in your poetry world. Don't forget, open invitation to send a, uh, a spoken word track if you'd like uh, me to consider it for uh, playing at the half hour mark on our show. Um, uh, we try to play a spoken word track every month, and if I don't have a new one, I tend to play them from myself, which is fine, but it just makes me feel a little, little bit like kind of an ego maniac. But, to, you know, I, I want to fill the time. That's what's happening here. Um, don't forget that uh, now's the time to get in as a Poetry Superhighway Summer Poetry Contest sponsor. The The contest will start um, mid-July, and um, you get the most sponsorship bang for your buck. Not that it really costs you any bucks outside of mailing costs of what you're donating. Um, if you get on sooner, because uh, then you get announced as a sponsor when we announce the contest, you get your poetry-related classified ad um, running for more weeks, etc. So go to our website, poetrysuperhighway.com. Click on Sponsor the 2016 Summer Poetry Contest banner at the top, and you'll see all the details on how to sign up as a sponsor. You can you can become a sponsor by pledging to to send just one copy of one book to someone. You know that's it. Um, if you could donate more, that's great because again, our goal is to uh, give every single person who enters a prize just for entering. So. Um, if you're able to to donate a handful of things, that would be cool. But you could be a sponsor just for donating one thing. Of course, you have to agree to mail it somewhere um, and do that within two weeks of being notified. That'll be in mid-October. 
and notify me as well that it's gone out. So all the details are online. I hope you sign up. Thanks to, for everyone for calling in. Thanks to uh, uh, Michael Judkins from Allentown, Pennsylvania, for opening up our show, uh, talking about his new book. Um, thanks to David Nevis. Thanks to uh, Alex from Sault Ste. Marie, Canada. Thanks to Rome from Connecticut, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, and Steve Braff from Palm Springs as well. Don't forget our next show is uh, June 12, 2016 at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Have a lovely rest of your day, everyone.